0: Last season, the Toronto Maple Leafs won a playoff series for the first time in 19 years. What do they have for an encore? David Morissuti of Locked On Maple Leafs joins us to discuss. This is the Locked On NHL Podcast, your team every day. Welcome to another season preview edition of Locked On NHL podcast. It's your team every day. For more on the Toronto Maple Leafs, make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Maple Leafs wherever you download your podcast, and it's available on YouTube. David Morissuti is one of the co-hosts, along with Mike DiStefano. David, how's the summer been for the Toronto Maple Leafs?
1: It's been, you know what, it's been rather quiet uh, since free agency passed. It's been kind of just like a wait and see. What's about to happen. Right. And then obviously news broke with Austin Matthews signing his contract extension. But yeah, it's, it's been kind of a weird, it was like, it was almost like different sprints, right? When the Kyle Dubas stuff happened, then free agency happened, then things kind of got really quiet. Then Austin Matthews signs and now training camp is here. So it's like, there's least fans got a little bit of a break during the summer although if you ask some, there was no break for them after how the season ended and the questions facing this team going into this season. So it's been an interesting summer in Leafland as it always is.
0: Did I see that William Nylander will be starting the season at center? Uh,
1: They are going to try it. and They're actually going to try it more than they have in the past. Like It was interesting to see Sheldon Keefe come out with that today and more interesting to see that it was Brad Schleving that put forth the idea first. Because we know that Sheldon Keefe has tried this in the past. But when he's tried in the past, it's more of like a because they needed to put Nylander at center. Not because they wanted to put Nylander at center. Whether it was somebody getting hurt or, you know, they wanted to load up the top line with Tavares, or Matthews. So lo and behold, Nylander's got to be the second line center, which he really was never suited to be. But Sheldon Keefe has always remained the fact that he thinks Nylander can play center. But for some reason, it never they never gave it an honest try over a long length. So I'm boarding now with training camp here. We wondered would David Camp actually be the third line center? It wouldn't be the one the, the role that many thought he would play just because he's never he's played time as a third line center, but never over a full season. And you know, he's got his limitations. So I'm very curious to see if this is something the Leafs are actually going to stick with or the first time they decide that something needs to be changed, that experiment's going to end.
0: Is that the biggest storyline going into the Leafs training camp?
1: Oh, I think right now it is because nobody was expecting it to even be a, po- a possibility, right? They still got some things to sort out when it comes to contracts and salary caps and how they're going to get themselves under the cap because they are way over the cap. Yes. Some of that will be alleviated once certain players are put on LTIR, but when you put the roster together, there's so many question marks on who's going to play where. But I think really the biggest storyline before the Neilander stuff came out was the blue line, because that's the one area that a lot of people are just not sure about with this Leafs team. You know, they lost quite a few players that made up some of that toughness and you know size on the back end, and really their only addition was John Klingberg. So a lot of a lot of people just don't see that Leafs defense being as good as it's been in past years. So that's going to be something to really watch as the season goes along.
0: A lot of one-year contracts given out by the Toronto Maple Leafs in free agency. And then the three-year term goes to a player who many thought should be the one-year term in Ryan Reeves. But what was the most significant off-season move for the Toronto Maple Leafs?
1: Well, other than Kyle Dubas leaving and Brad Chaliving coming in, if you're looking at on the actual roster itself, it has to be the Tyler Bertuzzi signing because, yeah, it's only for one year, but it's one year to a player that they believe is going to have a significant role, and a player that they wanted to actually sign for long term but opted not to do it. So this is a player that could, if he plays well, he could find himself sticking around if, the, if they can work out a contract at, you know when the time comes to open up extension talks. So I think Tyler Bertuzzi signing... It, it, it got talked about quite a bit when it happened, but I still think it's good that addition has flown under the radar of, you know, he brings something that this Leafs team has needed. You know, we talk about adding grit. We adding, uh, well, they kept using snot throughout the offseason, but it's doing it in a position where the player is actually going to play a significant role. The Leafs have had guys who are tough, right? They bring in Ryan Reeves, but Ryan Reeves at most will play 10 minutes in a game. Tyler Bertuzzi is going to play a lot more than that. And he's going to be playing with guys like Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, even John Tavares. He's going to be playing with your best players and bringing that element to those lines. So I think that's probably one of the more significant off-season moves.
0: And you also have Max Domi, who, if I'm not mistaken, saw he put on about 15 pounds. So we'll see how that couple one-year contracts coming in to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I think I know the answer to this one, but I'm curious to get your take, David. Who's the most important player on the Toronto Maple Leafs if they're going to have a successful season?
1: I mean, it lies with their franchise player. It's Austin Matthews, right? When Austin Matthews is at his best, this Leafs team's at their best. And in the playoffs, let's face it, he really wasn't at his best, especially against the Panthers. He's not, if he's not scoring goals, if he's not that engaged player, 200 feet on the ice, the Leafs just are not as competitive of a team. So they gave him, Obviously, the, mo- the richest contract in terms of a year- per year basis going forward. He's got to now prove that he is that player. A lot of people don't think Austin Matthews he's isn't even worthy of being a top five NHLer when you ask their rankings. He's got to now come in and prove that. And I think maybe now having the contract stuff taken care of, knowing his future with the Leafs is secured and what happened after tasting a little bit of success, I think Austin Matthews is going to be hungry for more of it going into this year.
0: Yeah, we'll see what he's got for an encore. How about a potential breakout candidate? We saw a young player come up and make his uh, name known in the playoffs. And Matthew Nyes, is it him? Is it someone else that you think is really going to step up and have a big first-time season in the NHL?
1: I think it's easy to put Matthew Nyes just because he's the youngest player. He is the top prospect. He's the one that had the the biggest impact. But I want to say Timothy Lilligren here. Because the Leafs' blue line, there's a lot of question marks of who's going to play where, what role they're going to play. Timothy Lilligren has been that player that I feel like could play a bigger role if he got the confidence to do it and if Sheldon Keefe had the confidence in him to play that role. This blue line is is going to be the question mark all season long, and I feel like he can answer some of those questions if he lives up to his potential, that is to be a top-four defenseman this season.
0: Oh, really looking forward to seeing what they have for an encore after winning a round in the postseason. What's a successful season? I know if you ask just, you know, Joe from Scarborough or, you know, Matt from Markham, it's always the Stanley Cup. But is that a realistic goal this season for the Toronto Maple Leafs?
1: I mean, they finally won a round. It's always going to get tougher to make it as far as you want to go. And the division's going to get tougher. The road to get there is going to be tougher but this is a team that should have aspirations to at least reach the conference finals or the cup final. I feel like the problem in past years was it's always been the cup final rather than let's win one round at a time. So I think really get yourself, you got yourself to round two. Now you got to get yourself to round three. That should be the focus and then see if you can get, you know, further than that for this leaves team, you know, walk some say walk before you can run. They've been walking a little too slow lately. They gotta really start showing some progress. I I want to see this team get to the conference final and and break out and get to that cup final, but let's let the conference final be the main goal right now.
0: Looking forward to seeing how it all plays out. Never a dull moment in Leafsland. And to follow along, make sure you like and subscribe. Locked on Maple Leafs wherever you download your podcast. David Morasuti and Mike DeStefano have you all things blue and white covered. Five days a week for more on the locked on NHL podcast season previews. Go check out the YouTube page at locked on NHL for David Morris. I'm Ross Levitan until next time. This has been another edition of the locked on NHL podcast. It's your team every
1: day.